0: Such a good sport But
1: get along, gang Get along, gang There's Wuma and Dottie With the spirit the Bingo, the who Doesn't ruin it Togical Porsche so We'll figure it out Hello and welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the cartoons that shaped our childhood. I am Chris Bolton, with me as always, my partner in podcasting, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. And this episode, we are going way back, like this is the earliest thing I can remember probably, we are going way back to the get-along gang.
0: Yeah, no, this one, I'll be absolutely honest, I remember absolutely fuck all about the only thing that's drug my memory one of those it today is the um Dottie character.
1: Right. The design yeah.
0: of her is the only thing I remember. Nothing else is jumping out of me whatsoever. I've watched a couple
1: of uh, a couple of clips and a couple of snippets and nothing is jumping out at me whatsoever. Wow, this'll be interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean for me this is this is probably my earliest I guess exposure into fandom. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was seriously in to get along gang as a very young child i had a montgomery moose toy which went absolutely everywhere with me um if i left it behind i would cry like a spoiled brat i remember um, quite regular of a, of a Sunday evening when I was younger, my parents would go to the club which meant I had to go and stay with my grandparents um, and I remember getting halfway there in the car and just absolutely screaming until my lungs burst practically because I had left Montgomery Moose at home and there is no way I was going to bed without him um, yeah, I was a bit of a brat I guess, but um, kind of totally against the message of Get Long Gang as well, but yeah, I was yeah. really really into this um so consequently i've been quite nervous about going back to this um i i say i was really into it i don't have really strong recollections of the show itself i remember as you say more the characters uh, because i was so young um and this was also i mean we're talking about the cartoon today but i mean obviously we'll we'll get on to the merch and other stuff as we normally do and i just remember this being more of a just entire multimedia experience than i do a cartoon like they were comics i remember the comic probably more than the cartoon they were books they were coloring books they were toys they were fucking birthday cards there was party hats there was everything like the get along gang were plastered on fucking everything when i was very small um and so consequently yeah I, yeah, I i love this thing or at least did um
0: yeah i mean i find it quite bizarre that i don't remember it um Yes, I remember the design of uh, Dotty, but that's it. I mean, when when I saw when I, I put it on, um, I put, put it on yesterday. I um, just to a bit of a look and then I watched a couple of bits today. And when the when the credits came on, I thought I recognised her. I thought, all right, okay, I do know this. And then nothing else about it jumped on me whatsoever. So I I don't know why I don't remember this.
1: Not even the theme? Do you not remember the theme?
0: It's in my head now because I've listened to it today. So I can't tell you whether I recognise it or whether I know it because it's been playing when I've been watching it now.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's another earworm. Um, it's not the best theme we've had on the show, but it's, it's pretty solid. It's, it's, yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad at all. Um, but, I mean, there is also, as as we've mentioned on the show before, there is also that very slight age difference between us. It's not much, but certainly in this instance, like, as I say, I it, it, these memories of Get Long Gang are some of my earliest memories, like, as a very, very young child. So yeah. you add that two-year difference onto that as well. Um, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe it just bypassed you. Um,
0: Quite possibly, because I mean, it had come and gone by the time um, I would have been getting into, um, what, well, I would have been bogged in front of the TV. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, again, it didn't have a long run. It only had um, 13 episodes, so you know, it's, not, it's not as if it was always on, like you know, some of the other stuff we looked at, which was just constantly on repeat. So yeah, it's just I, I just think it kind of came and went before I knew anything about it.
1: Quite possibly, I mean it, it. Yeah, it it was definitely not on that often. I actually, again thinking back, like even though I I knew I was really into the Get Along Gang, my exposure was more through the books and the comics because it was a genuine treat to see this fucking thing on the TV. Like it was yeah. on so rare. Um, I I have a feeling. It was cable as well. I got a feeling I was watching it on the children's channel. I could be wrong there. Um,
0: quite possibly. It was on Nickelodeon in the US. It quite possibly it was on the children's
1: channel. This certainly would have predated Nickelodeon's launch in this country. We're going to definitely like back to children's channel yeah. era. Um,
0: yeah, I, mean, I think it was um, Nickelodeon US, which was... Um, yeah, the pilot was on Nickelodeon in 1984, and it was on, then it broadcast on CBS. And there'll be... Um, just jumping ahead, so sort of
1: some reading I did earlier. Nobody actually knows why it ch- changed networks. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I I didn't realise. I mean, I I really do know very little about the actual history of the show. It is something that that genuinely is just nostalgic for me. It's something that's in the back of my head. I still have Montgomery Moose. Um, I probably should have brought him in for this podcast. Actually, he's here. He's he's in this house. <laughs> he's dusty as all uh, the think- fuck but
0: yeah dig it out and uh, take a picture we'll, uh, we'll post it yeah the
1: I, I, I still have him um he, he's by no means my favorite toy that I have to take to bed every night anymore um uh, I'm not gonna ask what that is fucking Bulbasaur obviously it's, come on uh, obviously yeah uh, <laughs> no uh I I just remember that that time and that place I guess more than I remember the show itself so so going back to this as I said it it was with a, a certain amount of nerves and also a, a little bit of excitement because I was like, "Let's see how much of this I actually remember." And there was, there was quite a lot that came back to me in watching it. Like, like the core gang, as you say, Dotty, I knew Montgomery, I knew, you know, Portia, I knew. I could, I could throw out Zipper, you know, all of those. I could throw those out, and I probably will still be able to throw those out, you know, yeah. when I'm on my deathbed. Um, but then there was other sort of tertiary stuff that I had totally forgotten about. You know, like these, um, yeah. like the villains, for instance. I, I'd mm. forgot there yeah. was uh, there was Catchem, Catchem, and Leland. Yeah, totally forgot about them. Completely blanked them. Um, then there was all the, the like kind of. There were all these weird extra members of the gang who, I guess were invented just to sell toys um but it was like well, i think
0: they were on the um they were on the greetings cards weren't they because um i think from the reading i've done um today i think that the the greetings cards this was they, no, they were they were tied together and you had the main the main six but then you had this, these other six or seven uh, other characters who would also feature on the cards even though they
1: didn't have speaking parts in the show all ah, right okay because i remember there was a turtle um and he popped up in the show but i remember him not actually doing much um yeah but then the rest you know, were of them of those. you know yeah I, I maybe they were just on the cards i don't know
0: yeah i think i think it was just sort of people to uh to fill an episode it wasn't ready yet uh, they they needed them because they needed bodies they didn't need them to do anything as such so i mean the, it was only the the core that ever spoke
1: yeah i mean the others were there just to sell cuddly toys presumably so yeah you know i'd say so yeah um as was the fashion for cartoons of this era obviously um so to dive into it then um because obviously as i say we are mainly looking at at the cartoon today probably the biggest surprise for me when when i actually started watching it was actually it's half decent only half decent mind you um but i was expecting this thing to be an absolute fucking abomination um and i was expecting (laughs) to really struggle with it um I can't say it's it's been the most enjoyable show that we've watched, but it certainly hasn't been that much of a slog. It's inoffensive enough, and um, yes, it's sickeningly sweet.
0: Oh, absolutely! I mean, I, I'm diabetic to begin with, so no, this, this thing nearly fucking killed me. Yeah,
1: it's sickeningly sweet. It's all very morally correct and preachy. Um, yeah,
0: but it, it's interesting you said that actually. Cause, I mean, you mentioned it earlier as well about sort of the ethos of the show, and it was. Um... Uh, an article written in uh, 1997 um, by a cartoon writer called Mark Evanier. Um He wrote for Dungeons and Dragons, um, and he was talking about these, the way that networks wanted childhood portrayed and how they wanted kids' cartoons to go. Um, and it talks about. Um, I'll read the quote. Um, At that time, the dominant pro-social moral was the group is always right, the complainer is always wrong. Uh, this was the message of far too many 80s cartoon shows. If your friends want to go for pizza and you want a burger, then you should bow to the will of the majority and go get pizza with them. There was even a show for one season called *The Get Along Gang*, which was dedicated unabashedly to this principle. Every week, whichever the member of the gang didn't get along with the others, learned the error of his or her ways. and th- That kind of sums it up. It's, it's this very, you know, it's this whole childhood ethos we have. Well, you no, know, kids all have to share. Kids all have to. You know, kids should learn to compromise and to sacrifice. And partly it's bollocks because if you tell kids that you know, when you're telling kids to share what you're actually telling them is to give up their thing for, to somebody else now you wouldn't do that to an adult you wouldn't know if somebody came along to you in a, in a, in a pub and said i want that beer you're not going to hand it over to them you you can tell them to fuck off but as children the message we give is, no you have to share you give away the thing that is yours you give away the thing that you've earned or you've been using or whatever because it's it keeps the peace and this is kind of where this where that leads to is this thing of saying well if you've got a group of ten, one wants to go for a burger, two want pizza, and seven don't give a fuck. The two get their way, even though they're not the majority, and it, so it just doesn't quite sit right with me. And that was the thing that from the bits I watched, that was kind of the takeaway I got from me. It's this whole thing of it. That was how children were reared, and that's no, and Certainly, how, how I was brought up is you, you you go with the path of least resistance
1: yeah it's definitely um very morally preachy i don't get that from it at all though i don't get this this thing of conforming and and following the social norm um i get more and certainly not not to the extent of you must do what the rest of the group do for me it's more one of them will very blatantly step out of line um so generally bingo will bet the fucking caboose on something or other or uh, somebody will tell a lie or you know it, it'll be that sort of thing it'll be more a a more traditional rule breaking act then rather than just oh i don't want to share or actually i'm different to you Um, i i don't get any kind of fear of other from it at all i just get more hey kids be good okay um
0: yeah i mean i, I kind of i mean I, I haven't seen enough of it um and as it I don't believe I ever saw it as a kid. If I have, I've certainly repressed it. And so, what I picked up today is that like, it's kind of, if it, it, from that's it. From what the from the quote I just read from MacVey, um, I don't I I I don't agree necessarily with the whole thing of saying you know you have to conform. I, I get your point on that, but it, it's it's kind of very much sort of teaching kids how to be part of a group, teaching them that oh, you can't always get your own way. You can't always do the thing. You can't always be a complete dickhead and get away with it because the rest of the group won't let you and you know, it affects everybody. And th- there, are, there are some decent lessons in there. Um, so yeah, it's, it's quite interesting, obviously from having not got any baggage with it and not got any memories, it, I may actually go back and try and pick some of this up to see what you know, see if I can get them and my kids to actually you know, coexist.
1: Yeah, it's funny you say that because one of the things for me rewatching this, obviously, um, I don't have children, but I am aware of children. You know, I'm aware they are a thing in the world and that they need sort of pointing in the right direction and shit. Um, And and I'm also aware, increasingly, as as I look at the likes of yourselves and and other people around me that have children, how difficult that can be, particularly when today's kids are exposed to the screaming monstrosity that is Peppa Pig. Um, So. (laughs) <laughs> you know to go back and look at this one of my main takeaways and, and, and immediately after what re-watching the first one i was like ah, do you know what this is really still relevant for kids today and it wouldn't oh, yeah. it really wouldn't hurt some people to maybe show this to their kids i bet they'd still love it it could be because it yeah it still very much does feel like a children's show, you know, more so than a lot of the shows that we look at on this on this podcast. This is definitely aimed at young children. Um, that's not to cheapen yeah. it in any way, shape or form. Um, it, it just is, you know, due to the fact that it is very morally correct. And there's no there's no subversive humor here or anything like that. It's just it's just wholesome as all hell. It, it really is. Um, I and I think there's, there's still a place for that on TV today or on YouTube or whatever it is that the kids watch cartoons on now. I don't know, I don't have them. Uh, yeah. but I'm guessing might, it's my fucking
0: telly when it's football on normally. Yeah, um, bastards. Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I mean, I that's the first thing I came across was um, an 11 minute clip called um, Snowbound Showdown, okay. And it's where you it's where you first see um, meet um, Dwayne. Uh, oh, fuck, where he's um, uh, what was it? Growler's nephew. Oh,
1: Growler's the police um, officer. Yeah.
0: Yes, it's his nephew, and they meet him. And it's, it's a snow day, and they're off um, sledging or whatever else, and they meet um, him, and him and Zipper get into a bit of one-upmanship. Um, but yeah, you, know, you you watch it, and this this whole thing whereby they're having this good wholesome fun. There's no fucking screens anywhere. They're not no, they're not treating each other like twats. They they're out sledging and you no know, one of them falls off, and the other picks them up. The humour in it is very fun, It's very funny. I can't remember which one of them it was, but. He's on a bin lid going down this hill, and he loses control, and he starts spinning, and he goes over a bit of a bump and jumps off, and he, he crashes over the finish line, and then whatever, you know, the um the bin lid or his, comes on and lands on his head, and everybody has a big old laugh because that shit's funny. You know, he could have hurt himself, but he didn't because it's a cartoon. But also, it's just a bit silly and a bit manic and a bit madcap, and it's the sort of thing that kids' cartoons were kind of built for, and you. It's 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 a very watered down version of the, sort of the Tom and Jerry stuff you used to get where they used to try and maim each other, but it's still funny enough that somebody somebody did something silly they weren't supposed to do it they fell off and it just looks a bit fun, and you need more. No, there's not enough of that on TV. I think I think over the years it's become the the, the thinking that that's actually a bit naff. It's a bit it's it's not clever enough. And kids don't want clever. Kids want
1: cheap laughs. Kids are assholes. Yeah, yeah I think. I think you're right on all fronts there, um, but Good God, that's a first. Yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I also got that from it. There is, there is very much, um, I, I, I wouldn't really say slapstick because slapstick would imply violence, but there's, there's definitely a lot of tomfoolery if you like. Then a lot, a lot of capers, yes. a lot of visual gags, um, just yeah. a lot of, as, as Walt Disney would say, a lot of business. Um, it's, it's all. Get along, gang, as you say, fucking around, sledging and stuff, and it's some of it's funny, some of it pays. it, You know, we're not going to get any witty barbs or anything, but some of the visual gags no. are are funny. Um, and I guess as to to say that it's not intelligent or anything like that, or or it, it doesn't have any deeper meanings. That, it's pretty shallow because it's for kids. But, I mean, there is some stuff there if you want to scratch the surface. You know, if you look at the gang, as well as, like, they've obviously all got their, their positive characteristics. Um, but all of yeah. them as well, like, they're all flawed. Each of them has a weakness. You know, like, like Zipper can be overconfident at times. And um, Montgomery Moose is a, is a little bit gangly and awkward. And then <clears throat> Dottie's just a cunt for one of a better <laughs> turn of phrase. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <laughs>
0: I, I, I can't say whether that's harsh or not, I've got to be honest. I don't, uh, I don't know enough about it. That, that sounds excessive, well, but she's, it's probably not.
1: She's just that person that's... All, the glass is always half full, um, <laughs> to the point where
0: she, Oh, yeah, to the point where you want to fucking yeah, them in it. she's a
1: little bit of a judgy judy as well. Um, yeah, Dottie's a bit of a cunt, to be honest. Um, I mean, Walmart as well a little bit. Actually, the the girls don't come off great here. Um, Walmart can be a bit snooty. Um, I don't know if there's too much wrong with Portia. Actually, she she used to like break down a fair bit. So I don't know. Maybe she's got anxiety or something, or maybe she's just a crier. I don't know.
0: Maybe, uh, yeah. like and, and
1: Bingo is just a wrongen. Basically, um, yeah. he's he's a full-on gambling addict. He's thick as two short planks. Hyperactive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's just the wrong one. <laughs> so they've all they they've yeah, all yeah. got flaws. You know, they're not by no means are they perfect.
0: They have. But I mean, again, like you look, you look at that and you look at the way those characters have been built up and uh, all the way they've been constructed. Every kid you know will have known kids like that. Oh,
1: guaranteed. Yeah, absolutely. That, that, that's what I'm saying. They're all it's these broad strokes like they've all got something that they're really really good at and that's really really positive and they've all got something that's really really bad um but because yeah. there's such broad strokes you can see the stereotypical i mean and they are stereotypes you know we've got the jock we've got the brainiac you know we've got we've got all of them they are stereotypes but yeah that's because kids can relate to that and especially you know Younger kids who are just finding out who they are, I guess. As I say, I don't know, don't have kids, but I guess that's the time when you kind of bully people because you latch on to those characteristics. So, again, this is this is kind of giving a good message, I think. So,
0: yeah, I think so. I mean, as I know, I've I've got a bit, I, I came into this with zero baggage whatsoever, and the the bits I've seen are making me. As I said, I'm making me go. Actually, I wouldn't mind sticking this on for of my kids because they might learn something. They might pick something up. There's not much of it, you know. It's not as if a case... no. It's not a case where I'm going to stick them down in front, in front of, uh, in front of YouTube and um, let them watch it for 14 days straight. But you know, it's it's something that you could pick, you could dip in and out of, and they you know they, they're very positive characteristics and very positive influences that you don't see in a lot of stuff. I mean, you look at stuff like Peppa Pig, like Peppa Pig. Pe- Peppa Pig is a smart ass who is in need of a good fucking idea. Um Her brother, whose name I can't remember um Just cries because the fucking wind changes, you know. Th- those aren't no, and uh, no. Th- at that point, somebody picks him up, somebody gives him a toy, somebody gives him what he wants, and he stops crying. Those aren't positive messages you want to give to kids. No, that that's not what you want them to be to be aspiring to. No, you want them to be no. The, you know, you, if you, if anything, you want to say right, okay, well, these are positive. No, here are your positive role models. No, you have a group of kids who look out for each other who. Can play nicely together without trying to fucking murder each other or you know, without answering back and being smart asses. And no, in theory, no, back in, certainly when we were kids, we would have got a fucking slap. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, even, you know, even to the extent that Ketchum, who's the villain and who will go to no lengths to trip up the get along gang and is always trying to kind of finagle his way into the clubhouse, um, mm. even when he wrongs them, they still forgive him. You know, and that happens almost yeah. every episode. Every episode will end with with Ketchum more or less being in the fold in some way, shape, or form, because he's he's you know off on his own again by the start of the next episode. But he's never he's never unduly beaten or punished. Um, the gang just bring him into the fold, and everybody gets along, uh, for want of a better word. So, you know, it's, yeah. it's even sort of teaching forgiveness from that standpoint as well. And then, yeah, you go back. I, I feel like it's unfair because we keep going back to Peppa Pig, and they are actually two obviously very different shows. It's just I feel like they're probably pitched at the same age group. Um, and it's just yeah. Peppa Pig is so anarchic to to the point where I actually find Peppa Pig quite funny watching it as an adult. But.
0: Yeah, w- w- watch it for six uh, hours yeah, straight.
1: I, I have the luxury of not being able to do that, so I can dip in and out. Um, I actually find it quite yeah. funny, but I, I don't necessarily think it's the best thing to be exposing young children to.
0: Um, no, absolutely not.
1: You know, um, whereas this—that's yeah, just me—I don't fucking like it. You know, even at the time, even even by the standards of the time as well, I think this was probably very wholesome. You know, even even when you look at the mm. the less violent cartoons that were around then, and I sort of, I guess I'm thinking of things there like k and. My Little Pony, and and maybe even dipping into things like Heathcliff and that sort of thing, which which weren't just about you know muscly dudes and robots beating the shit out of each other. Um, I still think it probably stands, you know, on a pedestal looking down at those with a certain air of uh, of preachiness as well. It 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 is very sickeningly wholesome, as I said at the start. It it is, but
0: it's. It is. I mean, it's it's saccharine sweet, and like you no, know, you you, just from just from the theme tune, you get you you get a sense it's going to be like that. Yeah. Just look like from from the theme and from the from the obviously the visuals you get that go alongside the theme from the from the um, the intro, you know exactly what you're getting when you see the show, and it's just very nice and very friendly, and you do say that go. I mean, I sat there when I first put it on this. So I go. I've just watched people being beheaded on Game of Thrones, and now I'm watching this. What, yeah, what the actual fuck are okay. I doing? But within seconds, I've yeah, forgotten.
1: I'm going there for a second week, for the second week in a row. Um, writing on Get Along Gang, probably better than the writing on Game of Thrones, <laughs> to be fair. And let's get this straight. It's certainly, this fucking the writing serious. on Get Along Gang is fucking dreadful. <laughs> yeah, still better than Game of Thrones.
0: Yeah, but no. Yeah, I mean, they haven't completely ruined a character after seven years of building, no. but there you go. <laughs> but yeah, um, but yes, I, mean, I, I I came from uh, having watched um, a particularly gruesome episode of Game of Thrones to put in this on, and I was watching on my iPad in the office at lunchtime, and uh, people walking back, going, what the fucking hell are you watching this week? Because it's a bit of a standing joke in my office. That I'm always watching some shit that people have never heard of, even though most of them would be old enough that their kids would have been around when this was on. So they should have a reasonable idea of what it is. But they're either in denial or they just don't remember. Um, but yeah, I mean, you put this on and you get the theme song, and then you get them, them all running around and laughing and playing, and you just you know, find yourself in some sort of sugar coma um, because it's just so fucking nice and so sweet, and it's it really it it winds me up to have enjoyed it so much because I don't I don't yeah like that I stuff.
1: that's kind of how I feel as well. Obviously, as a kid, um, that wasn't a problem. But I feel like if you gave me the modern equivalent of this, I would instantly turn it off and then barf. Oh, fuck yes. Um, But I don't know. There's something about this. Maybe it's... For me, it's the nostalgia anyway. Obviously, you don't have that baggage. But there is something about it that just works. I don't know whether it's because the animation isn't great. It's by no means bad. It is certainly serviceable. No, it's it's not. I've got to be honest as
0: well that the, the the um I'm not sure if it's an official feed if uh, you on YouTube but the one I I watched I was watching on my iPad and the quality was actually really good which is quite surprising because most stuff in this this uh, mirror is really pixely and really shit and the, no, obviously you know, when you have got an HD screen you you're expecting it to be absolutely fucking woeful. this wasn't I mean of so the the quality on it was was quite reasonable yeah. So I you mean, know, it it looks it looks good, and then let say it it, tra- it translates well as well.
1: Yeah, but but I think it's not it, it's serviceable animation, I think, and especially when when you add yeah. the filter of age to it as well, it obviously looks slightly worse than it would do in modern day. But I think you know, had it been super polished, had it had say that Disney or that Warner Brothers sheen, then perhaps yeah. I'd find it a little bit too much because on top of all the sickeningly sweet stuff it's also very very polished and very bright and very colorful whereas with this you know they've done their best but it's yeah, still it, just a little bit ropey in places and so
0: it is and like if you look at the um the wiki entry the wiki page um the they've got the image there from the end of the credits it's like um them holding the, uh-huh. the board of the get along game written on it and it's got a, a, a pale blue yeah. background and the colors are so fucking dull. Yeah, they really are. Um It's all it's like grays and muted browns and muted oranges to a point where it looks as though it's faded to fuckery. It really on a digital it, image and it's it, it it kind of sets a tone for it. No, it's not this over it's the got top this over, weird, th- over no, enthusiastic. It's, it's
1: got this weird wistful nostalgic theme to it even in that color palette. You know, even things like zipper's tracksuit. It's yeah. not in your face orange. It's kind of it is like a faded photograph isn't it you know that we're probably giving far went... more credit than was thought of but it <laughs> does achieve that kind yeah. of look
0: it does So when you get into the episode itself or the, the, the animation itself it, it's not it the colors aren't that muted they are a bit more vibrant but this kind of sets a, it sets a very
1: definite tone this image yeah and it and the whole show does have a throwback to that kind of that simpler time you know it's kids going out and playing it's little rascals or stand by me or or that kind of thing and so that does that does fit that that does track as a as a design choice even whether it was or wasn't conscious i don't know i suspect it's more a case of actually we didn't have a ton of money to throw at this thing and age hasn't been kind to it is more likely um Maybe. But as I say, I wouldn't know because I was so so young watching this, and as I say, even then I remember the comics far more than the cartoons. Because I, I fucking I, look, I watched a hell of a lot of TV as a child, as as this show will attest to. But I read even more, and specifically, I read comics even more still, uh and I.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, to, to be fair, if you hadn't watched a lot of TV, we wouldn't be no, doing this show no. in the first place. Um,
1: but like from a very, very early age, I was an avid comics reader, and I very fondly remember the Get Along Gang comic, and it was one of those ones like uh, Rainbow had one as well, and like Danger Mouse had one, where it was, you know, the comic itself, was yeah, maybe four or five pages of a strip and then you'd get like a maze to do and a little word search and a calorie yeah, page and that... you'd generally have some sort of free gift like a big badge on the front or whatever. Yeah, some sort yeah, of activity. Yeah, I, I remember show. those and... very well. You know. Yeah.
0: I I remember them very fondly from so, by childhood, and then less fondly the now from as from as a parent because they're fucking expensive.
1: Um, I guess they are because even like magazines are like over a fiver now, and I remember buying magazines out of pocket money. So, I yeah, well, I mean,
0: I mean, we bought like a CBBS a generic CBeebies one, and it had a toy with it, and I think it was like, seven Jesus quid. Jesus Christ! And it, was, I mean, it was one of those we were we were going on holiday, and it was like, get, get that to entertain her in the car sort of thing. And yes, we thought oh, we'll, we'll buy it. She can play with the toys, she can don't, she can look at them, she can do a bit of colouring or whatever else, and she'll be fine. And we got to the checkout, and it was like 6 what? Like, what is?
1: 95 Sorry, what? What does the fucking Beano cost now then? Because like, I can remember the Beano being like 25 pence.
0: I was going to say, I think when I used to get it, was about 30p. I have no idea what it is now. It's probably like a quid.
1: I mean, but even, I mean a quid's acceptable,
0: but. It, it It is, but you know, it's. I mean. I don't know, I, might, I might be wrong, and I might be more than that. I've, I've not bought the Beano in years, um, which is a shame because I used to like the Beano.
1: Oh, yeah, I was definitely a, a Beano. Yeah. Per- I mean, I used to get the Beano and the Dandy delivered, but I, my heart will always be with the Beano, I think. Um, yeah, no, a,
0: fr- a friend of mine used to get the Dandy News to
1: read that quite often, but I, yeah, I, I got them both. I used like many yeah, yeah. Well, I I was always a Roger the Dodger and Bass Street kids person myself. I'm in the Dennis the Venice fan club and the uh, Desperate Dan fan club, still have my membership cards. Uh, proud, member. Uh. <laughs> proud member. When when I say I read a lot of comics, i, mean, yeah. I you know I I literally I had them delivered weekly, um, and on occasion mm. I treat myself to a Beezer as well, just because. Um, well, yeah, fuck it you know. up. No, he was never as good as the other two, but you know I'd get it.
0: Um, I think that was that was when we used to pick up when we were going on. All yes, because you had bigger. like
1: summer specials and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah yeah. Anyway, anyway, totally off topic. Of but well, yeah, that was I, I got more exposure to get, get along through that, and then they also had a lot of um. I, I was going to say I don't know if you remember, but I'm, of course you do. The the kind of read along books on tape. I had a ton of those that were getting along yes. down as well. Um, yeah, right, I, I, okay. These motherfuckers were everywhere. Like they when I say they were multimedia, they really were fucking everywhere. Um, but everywhere for a very short period yeah, of time. The- it's weird
0: yeah I mean it looks i mean from what I've picked up i mean the show only ran for thirteen episodes so it, it wouldn't have three months um but like, there were there were action figures there were stuffed toys there so there were there was a series of books which actually outlasted the the show there were comic books they were the greeting cards um and um yeah the the comic was published by um star right. comics uh and you, so i mean its uh, no, it's it's a, it's a it was a marvel um title. so i mean no, this this thing was fucking huge for what it. I mean, for what it was, it spawned a far bigger universe than it really deserved to off thirteen episodes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, when when you think about it, it was I, thirteen episodes. Generally, that's that's kind of we talked about Galaxy High last going off, and that was a similar run, and that's just kind of one and done. And yet, it's had a lasting yeah. legacy, but it didn't have, you know. A comic series that ran, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that comic series ran for about three or four years because I remember having that thing for fucking ages so that's, uh, I've got no uh, research to back that up and I was a kid so it might have felt like a lot longer but,
0: there you go, I've got it here Character characters are also adapted into comic books in America, the series which ran for six the issues in 85 and 86 published by Marvel uh, Marvel Comics, Star Comics in print in the UK, Marvel UK published a weekly Get Long and comic strip for ninety-three issues.
1: Yeah, so, two so okay, maybe not quite as long as I thought, but still very long. As I say, I was a kid, so it would have felt longer.
0: Yeah, so you've got thirteen episodes but ninety-three issues of a comic. I mean, that's
1: pretty fucking impressive, isn't it? That's... <laughs> for
0: yeah, that's like yeah. Well, we, no, we, we 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 like the product more than you did, so we're just going to take it on yeah, and run but with I... it.
1: That's the thing. Is obviously producing an animated show is very expensive, and it needs a huge team of people to work on it, and it needs to be picked up by a network and stuff. Yeah. Producing a comic is not cheap, but it's certainly more expensive. And I think there is there is something even today, even as an adult going back in it now. was I say, I've, I've got the nostalgia of it all, and you you can see how it would relate to kids today. Um, I I don't know if yeah. just your your average. Thirty something without children who wasn't exposed to it would feel this way, but I, cert- I certainly Probably feel like there is there's something endearing about these characters, you know, and and there is something that will endure with them as as been shown in the comics. So yeah, okay, we couldn't carry on making a TV show because maybe it wasn't pulling the viewers in, and maybe it was expensive or something. I, I don't know, but the characters are fucking strong, so. I guess that's why it kept running. I mean, they're not the most original characters at the end of the day. They're fucking talking animals. Um, but, you know, yeah. they were so well characterized, I think, um, that, that yeah, they, they were just able to run with it. And because of its nature, there are, there are endless variations on stories that you can tell. I mean, just in the episodes that I've rewatched, and if there's only 13, I've probably done best parts of two-thirds of the show, actually. Um, but they go on all hmm. sorts of adventures. You know, it, it's not... Just things like sledding, or you know, there's a one where there's a rowing competition and stuff like. They have all kind of weird adventures as well. You know, they'll go on treasure hunts and yeah, what and have you. And
0: I was, I was going to say the the ones I've seen, they said there were lots of like scavenger hunt type things, where they're always yeah. trying to find something and Catchem was always trying to fuck yeah. them over. Basically, well,
1: Catchem always wanted the clubhouse, didn't he? Which, by the way. Like, hmm. how do you leave a caboose parked on a fucking railway line and not have it hit by a train? Like, surely that thing's got to get fucking walloped at some point. Well, it's fine, yeah, I guess so.
0: I mean, it's it's a, it's a French co-production, so maybe. The oh, train maybe. Line's
1: I, mean, I or maybe the train line's disused. I don't know, but the caboose does move, so it's not like they've parked it in one place where they yeah. know that there's no trains. So, I yeah. It's a bit yeah yeah who
0: knows it's a bit odd I I hadn't really thought about uh,
1: well I didn't as a kid but one of the first things I thought as an adult was like yes yeah, cool living in a caboose and all until a fucking train come and smashes you so yeah you know,
0: true I was gonna put a on in yeah guy, let's
1: I. get along gang more get along goo at that point um, so that I
0: you know what somebody would market it and somebody would buy it what get along goo <laughs> the roadkill club yeah uh, people are stupid
1: <laughs> maybe maybe i i mean i think a train would make yeah, like, would, would pretty much make light work of them all well maybe montgomery moose might stand off a chance he's got the antlers and stuff but
0: well the antlers might survive but uh, the rest of brooklyn's yeah, that took a turn. Yeah,
1: that, that went slightly dark. Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, never no, happened. not on this podcast. Never, that wouldn't happen. Um, so yeah, I mean, no, yeah, some, some of the we, other we ones. We talked about the animation, the stuff. It's, as I say, it's serviceable, but the voice yeah. work as well is the voice work's better than average. It's like
0: it is, and I was quite surprised. Um, again, like, um. Darty and Walmer have really fucking annoying voices, um, but within a couple of minutes you just kind of get used to them. And normally with stuff like that, especially watching it as an adult, you you so it, it instantly grates and you just cringe every time you hear it to the point where you want to throw things at the screen. Within a minute, I was used to them. I didn't care. And I think a lot of that is due to the to the, the, the things that are going on around it that just distract you from the from some of the. Um, the annoying voices the performances were fine it was just the voice itself yeah. um and yeah it just um Wilmer in particular, i don't know what it was it just fucking grated on me um but yeah it, i got to a point i didn't care i could carry on watching it whereas there have been things that we've looked at in the past where i've been watching and gone, well that character on the screen I can skip that scene or i can just I'll turn it down for a 2nd Or go make myself a cup of tea and come back to it because i don't want to hear them speak i didn't have
1: that here which is quite always quite uh yeah i mean for me it's not even so much the voices like there are there are some things that we've gone back and rewatched. the the most recent one probably being ulysses um with some and and, and, and as we talked about on on that show you know a lot of it's to do with the localization um but the performances are so bad that at times it does make it a little bit of a struggle. And, and that show, as we said at the time, is fucking awesome, but the, the performances are so hmm. bad in places um, for whatever reason that occasionally it's a struggle. I don't get that here at all. The performances are never... I mean, look, they're not fantastic. This isn't Batman or anything, but, but I, they're, they're certainly they're passable. passable. Yeah, and, and for what it is, for this kind of... Uh-huh essentially children's animated sitcom um they're pretty yeah. decent to be fair
0: yeah although one thing i've got to draw your attention to if you haven't already seen it um in the pilot they had some different voices but then when they when it went to cbs and they did the full run they changed um uh, the people who did um, montgomery and leland and the person who did montgomery moose captain Rocko grunts uh Hermie the robot randy raccoon and carnival owner it's called Sparky Mars.
1: Yeah, no, that's a name in it.
0: That's a fucking yeah, poor yeah, name i have ever heard. Of. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I just thought I'd bring that up because I'm that amusing. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, a long day. there aren't there aren't too many big names here. There are one or two names that will stand out, um, but nobody's gone on to bigger and better things, really.
0: No, I didn't recognise any of the names. Um, apart from um, Ch- Charles Hayes, who was Montgomery Moose in the in the pilot, he was the only one I um, only one I actually. Remember. Yeah, uh,
1: and, and even from you know the the point of the you know so often some of these I feel bad saying this, but it, it was such a short run. So often some of these smaller shows, then you know we, we'll do them and and you'll see people springboarding on to to bigger and better things. Um, you know, but yeah there are no first outings of John Kay or Paul Dini or anything here. You know, this is just, this is a bunch yeah. of, of guys who are good at what they do producing a decent product, I think. And, and that, that is the best way I think to sum up the get along gang is it's just, it's thoroughly decent in every way.
0: <laughs> it is, it, it is. I mean, and let's in terms of the, so the production side of it, you know, it, it it didn't need to set the world on fire. It doesn't need to be the most stunningly visual or the, you know, have the best performances or the rest of it. Because it's in its entirety, it's enough to it. it gets through. To, it gets through to the kids who are watching it. It's it's entertaining enough, and it's um, non-threatening enough that parents will let their kids watch it without having to sit there and with them and go through it. So it's just one of those one of those things that it does what it needs to do, and it doesn't it doesn't go out no it, there's not there's nothing so sort of st- that stand out about it it's just a a decent right no, it's a, as I said, it's a decent show it's a good it's a good version of what kids tv should yeah. should be um and i think that that's often lost sometimes and i think that there's some of the stuff we've no we've we've looked at things um where we, you know, we had um, John Kay getting involved in things. We had um, early Seth MacFarlane, which I think was um, when we talked about awkward modern life. Um, and we had all these people. Who've, who, I said they've gone on to bigger and better things, and they've you know, they've gone on to be absolutely massive. Here, you've got people who went in, did a job, went and did something else, and yeah. forgot all about it. And that that's that's fine too. You know, you don't not everything is going to be that massive you no know, springboard or that massive platform that, that launched a thousand careers.
1: No and i think as a takeaway from that like yeah it's not massive but I, and you know you can't say it set the world on fire but it definitely did make an impact for a short period of time mm. and i think for a group of us who were there in the right place at the right time and and maybe some others like me are out there listening like the work these people did made made a positive impact you know and it, and it did have an impact on my life mm. as i say is one of my earliest memories i still have the toy now i'm not saying i carried the moral values of the show through to my daily life um i'm not a cunt i <laughs> at well, least i don't enough. think i am and i try not to be but i can't say that's because i watched get along right. gang you know
0: We'll get your opinion on that, listeners, as well. Just email us. Uh,
1: yeah, please. If you do disagree, please do <laughs> let me know. I will argue.
0: <laughs> Case in point. Um, yeah, but no, you, you're right. I think it's it's one of those that had they you know, had they seen this as a kid, and you no, know, there are shows of this ilk, which I you know, which I do remember. Things like Care Bears, um, things like Popples, as well. You know, it's like there are things that had a, a very similar. Um, Wuzzles. Yeah. Compass. All of those. Yeah. There's. there's yeah I mean that sort of stuff I mean and it does it does stick with you no and not as I said I don't remember particular episodes of those either I don't remember particular stories um, but no, they did have a, a particular um, moral thought to do which you kind of stick to you kind of stuck to and like, you know, I mean I, I, I'm I, not sure about you but I was made to go to Sunday school until I was old enough to say no I'm going to play football and do other stuff instead I was kicked um, out of
1: but- Sunday school so
0: <laughs> yeah unfortunately the um, Because it was the church my grandparents went to. There was no danger
1: of that, unfortunately. I um... I, I lived next door to a church. I was best friends with the vicar's son as well. Um, But I kind of questioned everything when I was younger. Uh, Christians, turns out, don't like being questioned.
0: Apparently not, um,
1: especially not by inquisitive children, and especially yeah. not by inquisitive children who read things like Superman and decide that he could probably take Jesus in a fight. <laughs> to be fair, you're right. Um, yeah, I was just politely shown the door, really. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, I mean, it's it's the sort of thing that, that, that I mean, it's that uh, we're of a generation with that's the sort of upbringing we had. It was a, it was a very Christian, very moral. You know, black and white, right and wrong, you 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 follow you follow a good path and you'll be okay. Whereas no now you you see and you see in kids' T V and you know, kids' films, and things like that, everybody's gotta be slightly no there's so, even your even your heroes have a slight moral ambiguity to them because it makes them more tortured and apparently makes them more relatable. Mm-hmm. But it it doesn't set it doesn't set your kids up in the same way. It doesn't push them down a s down that path. And I think it's a, it's a fine line sometimes between saying yes, you can you can question things, you can challenge things, you don't have to believe everything you're told, you can know you can make up your own minds. However, there are certain universal truths that we believe you should follow, like not being a cunt. Yes. Maybe. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I, I so, mean, basically, that is that is the byline of this show, isn't it? The Get Along Gang. Don't be a yeah, cunt. Yeah, that that. That's yeah, basically... that's good. <laughs> yeah, parenthesis. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, maybe maybe that was going to be the movie. Get along, guy, and call Don't be a cunt.
1: Yeah, I maybe mean, why not? I'd have watched that. <laughs> yeah,
0: true. Um, so yeah, um, but yeah, I mean that's kind of where this you know, where this show goes. And it, you know, there were a lot of shows around at this time, and some of them stood at the time. Some of them stood out. Some of them disappeared into obscurity. And this one, I mean, from the, all the stuff I've read in the last couple of days. This one seems to have been pretty well liked. Um, like them I mean, with the brand died to death, um, but people stopped buying the cards, people stopped buying the merchandise, um, and eventually the the the, uh, the line was discontinued. Um, but you know, people have a certain nostalgia for this. Um, maybe because it was short lived, maybe because they have very fond memories of it, maybe both. Um, but there's a lot of stuff around from the time that didn't. Have well, didn't have the same fate. It didn't enjoy the same um, the same appreciation it doesn't now, and I think part of the reason for that is that um, yeah, this is just a, it's a very it's a very nice show.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and as I say, I think that nostalgia is amongst a very small portion of today's population. It's a very targeted group that were just there for those couple of years at that time. Yeah, I think. Um. But then, as I say, I also see no reason why children who are exposed to this today wouldn't be having this nostalgia for it in 30 years. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think it's got a timeless element to it like that. Um, and that's, you know, t- to be fair, that's about as big a compliment, I think, that we can pay a show on this podcast. Yeah, um, I think so. It- it's very rare that we get a show like this that we can... We, we can generally find something severely wrong with one of the shows, even the good ones. And, like, yeah, as I say, the animation is better in, in some places, and some of the writing on this is, is cringeworthy, to be fair, but that's kind of what they're playing for. And so... Yeah, because um, of the things that make let us let cringe as
0: adults... Yeah, the things that make us cringe as, as adults are things that kids find fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Kids like things that are awkward, so you know it's not as if uh, it's not as if it's going to make them uncomfortable. Whereas it would with an adult.
1: No, and and it definitely does play to that younger audience. You know, some of the some of the lines are a bit on the nose, and as I say, at times it's preachy. But as we said, it, the preschoolers kind of need that. So I think it's very very hard to fault this show. I really do, just because it's so there's no other word it's just so lovely it's just so nice and decent and yeah Uh, i think you i think you have to be a bit of a knob really to just not find something in it there's got
0: to be some childhood trauma that would stop you from appreciating this i think yeah i was going to
1: go with a stronger word than knob but like I've used cunt far too liberally throughout <laughs> this podcast, particularly considering this is about get along gangs. It's like do you know what I'm not going to drop it again, um, but I feel like knob <laughs> wasn't strong enough. So yeah, I'll go with a... it. You've got to be a cunt, really. I, not... I, I I thought that's where you were going to go
0: in the first place. I got you did I absolutely
1: didn't. was. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I stopped. Yeah, look, if if you can't find anything good in this, you're a cunt. All right, there we go. I said it.
0: I I think that's fair. Um. Yes, yeah, so moving on then. Um, there was talk in um, about 2007, around um, right about the time there was a DVD release, there was talk of it being revived. Um, there was a CG pilot done. Oh, um, no. Really? Yeah, there was a CG pilot done. Apparently it's on YouTube, I couldn't find it, but um, it was unfinished because um, American Greetings were the copyright to the characters. Um, they refused to sign off on a DVD release. Um, and then from there it was, well, if we can't use the characters, we can't we can't really release the show. So it died a death, thankfully. I think it probably would have been around us.
1: I think it would have as well. I I think if this were to be relaunched today, the temptation would be to go a little bit meta with it and have it be a little bit tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, and that would just would ruin to, it. it. This This has to be pure, and I don't think you could do that today. I don't no, think. I, don't I, know. I think the fact that it was created when it was created allows it to to stand the test of time for children today. But I think if you consciously went into this today, every creative involved would have come from a a, a different time, and so this would be a different product. You know, you have to remember yeah, the, the people who were the right age to create this show were children of of the sixties. You know, and and it was a it was a more yeah. innocent, free loving time then. And that message comes through.
0: And I yeah, don't that's, think that's right. I mean, now. no, I mean, if, if you were to be creating this now, I mean, it would be people who, even if they were a little bit younger, not younger than ourselves, unless we're slightly the wrong side of 30. Um, but, you know, you've got people who would be, who would have not even experienced this as kids, that have come to it later on. You'd be talking to people who were in their 20s and possibly early 30s. But who wouldn't have this of the baggage of the association with it? So they'd be looking at this, going, "Yeah, it needs to be a bit dark. It needs to be a bit edgy. At least one of the characters needs to be a bit of a rebel." And they try and apply all these tropes, which they don't need to apply because the characters are already, the characterization's already done. And I think it would kind of spoil it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I, a reboot would be horrible. Absolutely. Yeah, horrible. I'll,
0: I'll keep on trying to find that um, unfinished um, CGI pilot because if if it's there, I'd be interested to see. I'd be interested to see it. Um, as in not having the baggage, I wouldn't recommend you watch it unless it's brilliant because it might ruin things for you. Um, but I'll see if I can if I can dig it out.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I know. I'd be interested. I would like to see I'd like to see what those characters look like in CG. Um, yeah, I mean,
0: I, I think um, <clears throat> I think the stated plans there were um, there were going to be some new characters. as Well, there was going to be Mogo the Moose, Regan who's was a dog, Hatch the cat. Mayfield the Lamb and Domino the Beaver. Hang on, so they're the
1: same a... animals, just with different names.
0: Yeah, accompanied by an elderly Portia Porcupine, now named Mrs. Bristlemore. So, I mean. <laughs> but, but, yeah, they. Uh,
1: why would you change her name if it's the same character? That's not the same character, then, is it? She's... But, she,
0: but, she, but she was a kid in the show. She would have grown up and got married.
1: Oh, so that's she's why no she's elderly. a Mrs. Yeah. Oh. Okay, yeah, that yes, makes more sense. Awful. Because she's had. So that sounds fucking awful. Oh, okay, so she's taken a husband and had little porcupine babies. So why why is her child not one of the new Get Along Gang then? What? what the fuck?
0: Maybe they'll be get along with him. Maybe he's a kid
1: Yeah. Maybe she's barren. Maybe, maybe, and that's why she's looking after the Get Along Gang. Yeah, and that's why she's on maybe. her own because her husband's left her because he really wants children. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe.
0: Or maybe we're thinking far too much How about it. How do
1: porcupines this. fuck? Like, that's got to hurt, surely.
0: Well, I think their uh, mammals on this would be, uh, I'd imagine, it's in a similar fashion to humans. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I mean. But that's, back.
1: You ain't mounting that, are you? It's going to fucking hurt.
0: Well, well, maybe it's front to front.
1: Oh, yeah, I don't know. There's still a bit of a danger zone there, though, in there. Like, what, what if you go for a. As reach- long as you don't triangle, you're fine. What if you go for a reach around or something? Like, you're going to. Um, I'd recommend not tricking your hands and all sorts Jesus well, that's, that's
0: the point of reach around isn't it
1: <laughs> Yeah I guess But Oh oh no oh, <laughs> Yeah, no, should, come I we, need come to find some on. videos now I, This inquiring minds need to know <laughs> What you you doing in your own time Oh come on Like you're not interested now That's not the point What's worse a porcupine or a hedgehog I think a porcupine's worse, isn't it?
0: Porcupine, because they're, they're, they're more rigid, aren't they? They're, they're more like spikes. Like a hedgehog, is kind of, it's kind of like a brush when you... know, if you, if you get like a sweeping brush and you move your handle on the wrong whale on the bristles, that's kind of what a hedgehog's like, whereas porcupines are actually prickly.
1: Yeah. Okay, so porcupine reproduction. Let's have a look. Um, I did not see this episode going this way. They only have one litter a year. Um, oh, no, the female, the female presents herself to the male and flattens her spine, enabling the male to mount her. Uh, yeah, enabling the male to mount her. So all of her spines just go flat, and uh, Daddy Porcupine just jumps on, basically. How's that it? Yeah, goes for it.
0: The more you know, kids, the more you know.
1: Yeah. So, so there you go. Porcupines have sex by flattening their spines. Also, defence against rape, I guess, because... If you're not happy, just stab the fucker. Oh, dear God. We could learn something from porcupines.
0: Yeah, we're not not that we're advocating rape, we're not advocating stabbing no, no, people. No, no, I'm
1: totally against rape. I'm saying if a male porcupine tried to rape a female porcupine, she could stab him.
0: Yes, I'm, I'm just saying that, you no, know, as, as, as much as rape is bad, so is stabbing.
1: We're not stabbing a rape, it's not, is it? Are you saying it's bad to stab a rapist? Is that what we're? I'm saying it's bad to
0: stab people in general.
1: I don't think it's bad to stab rapists.
0: I think you kind of get in trouble if you stab people in general.
1: Uh Because rapists so. aren't
0: exactly the most not notice- the most sensible people, so they wouldn't. It's not as if they'd be saying, "Ah, well, yeah, no, I was, I was only trying to, I was only trying to rape her, but she wouldn't fucking stab me, the bitch."
1: Um. Oh. Yeah. Fuck me. Um porcupine sex mating behaviours involve quills, musk, and penis spikes.
0: Holy balls! No, thank you. Don't want to see that.
1: Penis spikes. Just take yeah, just not... Take that phrase in for a moment, people.
0: Oh, God. I never want to take in penis spikes, thank you very much.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway. This, this get went back. way, way, way off the farm. Sorry, listeners i just got very interested in concubine sex um as you, do. as you do
0: yeah i i think you meant to, to google concubine
1: uh yeah yeah that would be very different yeah
0: anyway um so yeah i mean i i'd I'd be interested to know what people think of this because i mean, I, I don't have the baggage okay what I've sorry. Seen, I've sorry i have
1: um, to stop you i have to read you the last paragraph of this article
0: why won't well, you let me move on you,
1: you have to hear this Okay. If rape is non-consexual sex, then ducks rape. Seals rape. Male bedbugs stab the females with their penis and then leave it there. Water striders coerce sex by threatening to call in predators if the females don't submit. Even dolphins, animals of respected intelligence, are the <laughs> default subject of chick tattoos, gang rape. <laughs> this is the oh, geez, worst look. article I have ever read in my life.
0: Oh man, That's, that sounds like it belongs in the Daily
1: Mail. Uh, it's from a site called Slate dot com, and it's in this science section.
0: I'm not disputing it, it's true, so maybe it shouldn't. But it doesn't belong in the Daily Mail. But yeah, it's just kind of hate mongering, isn't it? Anyway, they're all rapists. All dolphins are rapists. Uh,
1: anyway, carry on. Um,
0: anyway, so yeah so I mean, I, I, not having the baggage with, uh, with this show, um, and. I said not, certainly not that I can remember anyway I I would be interested to see what people's thoughts on this are both what they remember of it and if they pick it up now what they think of it now what, no, if, if it kind of inspires any thoughts in them really I mean I I picked this up as like, in not recognising it as I recognised Dottie and then went and saw the other characters went nope, no fucking clue um, and then having read about episodes and seen episodes I've gone yeah no still, still no idea so I'd be interested to see what people's thoughts are um, just the no, Having now seen and gone, yeah, I would actually show this to my kids what the reaction is of, of of people
1: i'd I'd be very interested in the reactions of of modern day children to this as well i I think they'll love it I really do because i I know I did, and I was a child once <laughs> yeah true, and it's not that's not exactly terrible logic i'll give you that yeah i and I think like most kids are fairly. Similar in in their initial likes and dislikes, like they're gonna like colorful things, and they're gonna like
0: yeah I
1: nonsense mean,
0: and yeah I I think yeah that. I mean yeah. I, I I I I mean I, I fully plan on introducing the kids to this. I mean I'll I'll feedback on how they t- how, how they reacted to it because I mean yes okay kids have like different likes and different dislikes and then there will be some things that appeal to some and not others. I appreciate that, but even if it's even if it doesn't appeal in the way that. To, to one as to the other there will still be enough in it I think for there to be for it to, for it to be watchable so I mean yeah I'll, I'm, I'm quite curious and I'll, I'll I'll make the I'll, I'll sort of plot the kids in front of it one one day over the back they're probably next back golden and fed up with the fuckers. um and just get them to watch it and see and see what see what they think
1: yeah yeah and and do let me know and and likewise listeners as we say if you if you're out there and you have children and you expose them to this let us know what they think it we're genuinely interested. This
0: being get long eye, not this being this episode, because this is not suitable for Uh
1: yeah, no, please don't expose your children to this episode with its multitude of conversations about gang raping dolphins. Um Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. All the all the other episodes we've identified, but this one, yeah, not safe. No. Um
1: I may cut the shit about gang raping dolphins, to be fair. Uh nah, leave it in. Okay, listeners, you can blame Mark.
0: Well, what else is new?
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's funny. So yeah, yeah. So then that's that's get along, gang. And I've having known nothing about it, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I'm going to go back and watch the rest of it. i have got to be honest. Um,
1: um Yeah, why not? Is what I say. Like that—that that is the whole thing. With the it's, show, it's so it's, inoffensive. It's six
0: and a bit hours.
1: Yeah,
0: it's no, it's, it's thirteen episodes, only six and a bit hours. I'll take that. And I'll like I'll, I'll I can do that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you want to get in touch, obviously, as I said, I'd love to hear people's thoughts on it. So if you want to get in touch, um, you can find us on Facebook with the Double Down Podcast Network. Um, on Twitter, we're at Pod. Uh, you can go to our website, ddpodcast.net, where you can find our previous episodes, some of our sister shows, um, some great content. Um,
1: but, yeah, until next time. See you later. Get along, gang, get along, gang. Each one's so special in his own way. Montgomery's the leader and he's such a good sport. But get along, gang! Get along, gang! Get
0: up with the get along!